Of course, not everybody wanted to ask you questions, David. Some just had a really sort of personal message that they wanted to deliver by carrier pigeon. Oh, no. Hi, David. This is Scott Walker. I'm coming to you via a very crappy old handheld tape machine, so I hope it's all right. I'm going to be a devil today and not ask you any questions. I'm certain that among the many messages, there'll be those about how you always embrace the new and how you freed so many artists. And this is, of course, true. Like everyone else, I'd like to thank you for all the years and especially for your generosity of spirit when it comes to other artists. I've been the beneficiary on more than one occasion, let me tell you. So have a wonderful birthday. And by the way, mine's the day after yours. So I'll have a drink to you on the other side of midnight. How's that? That's amazing. Oh, I see God in the window. <laughs> <laughs> He's the boss, isn't he, Scott Walker? Um, You've absolutely got to love him. Dan, you really got to me down, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's, uh, I think he's probably been uh, my idol since I was a kid. I am. That's very moving. I want a copy of that. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. You can take it away. I'm absolutely... Uh, that's, that's really thrown me. That's... Uh, thank you very much. That's how important David Bowie thought Scott Walker was. Yeah. And, um, anyway, thanks for bearing with my beautiful mind, like, <laughs> connecting red strings on my wall of these songs. But um, That's the best. Back to uh, the album at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the next song is Thanks for Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it's this is one of my favorite songs of all time, period. Wow. Like, really. I think I can listen to it like 20 times in a row. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, um, and it, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's like about, it's kind of about like a, like a, an old school, like a sugar baby. In a way, like saying goodbye to his patron. Yeah. You always said I wouldn't stay. I guess you saw the way before it all began. I've always been a changing train. And when you think on this, you might forgive me then. Thanks for Chicago, Mr. James, and all the shiny suits, and all the shiny names. The things a country boy can't place without the look of shame upon your city face. And you needed more. This happens in two minutes and 16 seconds. I think a close reading of the lyrics Mm -hmm. paints the picture pretty vividly of a sort of young country boy with very little prospects who gets in some trouble with the law, who is then bailed out of jail by a wealthy man who lives in Chicago or is traveling there. 
they have some kind of a romantic relationship that the young man is kind of ambivalent about, but charmed by. Mm-hmm. And that the older gentleman, Mr. James, is kind of like using as a last ditch effort to stave off his waning passion for life. And the song is from the perspective of the younger man yeah, um, as he's kind of <clears throat> stealing away in the night or at dawn, uh, kind of just thinking about like, wow, I can't believe that happened to me. And as much as he can think about it, sort of like... Um, feel grateful and it's also as you know you you kind of get the feeling that this is not a thank you that mr james gets to hear totally um and so on the other end of this song is this older man in like the 30s in chicago waking up in some luxury hotel with like a bottle of champagne on the floor Mm -hmm. and uh he just sees the empty spot in the bed next to him where this beautiful blonde boy who he thought would solve all his problems has just uh, gone out of his life. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, it's pretty remarkable uh of a picture to paint in uh in two minutes and sixteen seconds. And um, I'd say all that feeling like like I'm not reaching there, right? No, I don't think so at all. Yeah. I mean I think yeah, I mean obviously it's told from from the boy's perspective. I think like yeah, I, I was just looking at the lyrics. Uh, in the last chorus, he says, Thanks for Chicago, Mr. James. You got a lot of grace, but you're an empty place. Which I think, yeah, it's probably for the best that he wouldn't have heard that because that's kind of a, a life-ending a life ending diss right there. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, and it, it's also this incredibly complicated thing. This this relationship is is really complex and also in some ways painfully simple. He says, the things a country boy can't place without the look of shame upon your city face. Mm. And he says, and, uh, but you needed more than the smile I wore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much packed into so few lyrics. It is incredibly cinematic and tragic and beautiful. And um, it says just everything about this a certain kind of relationship that is also one that barely gets songs written about, especially yeah. by a straight guy. Um, yeah. In, in 1970. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I mean like it's, uh, people always talk about like telling, telling stories, stories, people that are on the margins, but like, I feel like that it wasn't getting done as much back then uh, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean this, this album is kind of packed with them. Yeah, and like I mean, same with same with the the, the previous Scott albums, like uh, Big Louise uh, from mm-hmm. uh, Scott Three is like one of the is a, like a similar situation, but it's like about I think it's about a trans woman, like an aging trans woman, and it's like maybe not you know it doesn't have the knowledge of like maybe like him knowing a, a lot of actual trans people, but it's at least an attempt to like you know step out of his own uh, of his own shoes, yeah inhabit these other people and 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 not just do it for points you know he's doing right. it because it's dramatically rich and there is like some uh, really important and subtle aspects of the human experience to mind there and that's something that he is really committed to doing throughout his whole career i think is increasingly being fascinated and determined to give w- voice to these um 
very uh, subtle and complex areas of of human life, um, which you know often are equal parts internal and external. And this song is very much that. It's a song about class as much as it's a song about this imbalanced relationship. Yeah, because of the expectations of life, like the character of the the nameless narrator. Uh, clearly has different expectations of life. And Mr. James is this tragic character who wants to give something. And it's pretty clear that the the narrator appreciates that. But even as an uneducated country kid who has never been in school a day in his life, it, so it sounds like he can see pretty clearly that Mr. James has nothing really to offer, that it's an empty place. He's happier and he's better off just walking, as he says, as he began in fields without a plan. You picked me up on my way down That dusty one-horse town I won't forget the jail The mayor's wife and Cadillac The sheriff on my back Till you put up the bail Thanks for Chicago, Mr. James You've got a lot of grace But you're an empty place The dawn falls hard upon my face I'll move as I began Through fields without a plan Thanks for Chicago, Mr. James That world of gray and gold That watched you grow and know I never saw I see To think that I'm still free And I'm not feeling cold Thanks for Chicago, Mr. James I mean, pfft. Yeah.